Hello, and welcome back to this episode of Transformation is a Mindset, the journey to changing your input and change your world. Today, I would like to talk about New Year's resolutions and why do they fail? Here we are at the beginning of February, and I want to ask, have most of you kept up your New Year's resolutions or are most of you done already with your New Year's resolutions? It is not uncommon by February to already have quit whatever plans that you made or set out to do at the beginning of the year, especially after having the year that we all had in 2020. Nearly half of us make New Year's resolutions but less than 10% of us actually keep them. And honestly, they usually only last the first two to three weeks of January. Whether it's lack of motivation or lack of resources, or we just lose interest, many of us do not finish what we started. Today, I wanna go over 10 reasons many people don't stick to their New Year's resolutions and how in the future we can keep this from happening. And this is not just New Year's resolutions for weight loss. This can be applied to all aspects of your life when it comes to trying to improve your life, to make it better, to transform. The first reason is going at it alone, whether it's quitting smoking, improving your soccer game, going to the gym more often, eating healthier or stop eating fast food, which was many of my patients this year. When you go at things alone, the likelihood of you not being able to complete that task long-term is high. You need to have an accountability partner. And I talk about this a lot with my own patients. In my practice, I am their accountability partner. When they tell me they're going to do something, I follow up with them in three to four weeks to make sure that checklist or that thing they said that they wanted to do, that they continue to do it. I've spoken in other podcasts on how being accountable is reasons why people have sustainable weight loss. But it's not just with weight loss. This can be applied in anything that you are trying to do, whether it's stop drinking alcohol, stop doing drugs, stop having panic attacks, quitting smoking, any improvement that you want to do in your life, do not go at it alone. You need someone who's going to be there with you to make sure you stay accountable, administering self-care, meditating, whatever it may be. Reason number two, the goal or the resolution, you set it too high. For example, at one point as a kid, my goal was world peace. Sometimes when you set your expectations or your goals too high, they may not be attainable in the next short term year or six months. So you need to make sure your goals are more realistic. You can have big dreams and big goals, but those are going to be a more of a long-term thing, 
not something that you can do in six months or a year. So just make sure whatever your resolution is or whatever your goal is, you didn't set the standard too high. From a weight loss standpoint, a lot of my patients expect to lose 30 or 50 pounds in a month. Realistically, it's like one to two pounds a week. So then don't get frustrated at the end of January when you haven't lost those 30 pounds. You're setting the expectation too high. It's not gonna be realistic. Number three, giving up too easily or losing interest or motivation. A lot is huge. A lot of patients lose motivation very quickly, regardless of what it is that you set out to do. Your reason or your resolution or your goal has to be genuine. If it's genuine, the, the reason for you giving up too easily will be much lower. If you have a strong why, which I talk about in my book, Transformation is a Mindset, and I've talked about on other podcasts, it, you will not be able to give up too easily. So make sure your resolution isn't something that you just think you want to do versus something that you strongly want to do or even need to do. And that will carry you. Having and being excited about it and having positive reinforcement to help keep your momentum going. The fourth reason is time management. Sometimes you realize your resolution is a bigger time commitment than you originally intended. So instead of trying to accomplish it all in a short amount of time, you need to break it up into something that's manageable. A lot of my patients will be like, I'm gonna work out every day for an hour. And I often am like, that is not gonna be realistic. How about we start with 20 minutes? for three to five days a week. So don't set these, and that kind of goes on with unrealistic goals. You know what your time frame is, so make sure that you have the time to be able to do these resolutions that you want to do. And break it down, make it into smaller pieces or daily habit that you can do in a small amount of time. The fifth reason is financial burden. Sometimes people give up on their resolutions or goals if the expenses of it are too high. Gym memberships may be too high, pre-ordered food may be too high, and honestly, fast food is much cheaper. So I'm just gonna go back to ordering fast food because it was cheaper than trying to eat the healthier food. So again, talk to someone Think through it first and figure out what's going to be realistic for you. A lot of this when setting your financial goal is just going to be pre-planning. What's going to be realistic? Having that mentor, that accountability partner, your physician, whoever it is, can kind of help you and guide you through that. So that's a fifth reason. It's the financial burden of the resolution. Taking too many vacations, for example, That may be too expensive. But again, if you say, I'm going to save X amount a month so I can go on one big vacation every year, then that becomes more realistic. Number six, in general, setting unrealistic resolutions. For example, you may want a six-figure job 
I'm going to get a six-figure job or I'm going to be in a size six body. But can that really happen in a year, for example? You can't, as previously discussed, lose 50 pounds in three months so you can be in that size six or try to finish a degree or whatever it may be so you can get that job, that six-figure job that you want. Whatever your resolutions is, it has to be something that's actually achievable in the time frame. there's that time again, that you set out for yourself. Not being realistic also means you can't do something that's going to be too hard. Um, It requires uh, changes in behavior. And honestly, most of us don't want to make that commitment. And that's where you have to have a strong why or a strong reason to do that particular thing. So make sure your resolutions are actually obtainable. Number seven, not having a plan. That's the other thing I go over in my book. Like you have to have a plan on how you're going to execute whatever the goals is that you want to execute. I have a regular schedule and I'm a schedule person. So I pretty much stick to that schedule verbatim. And I actually don't like when I get off the schedule because it like throws me off. Like I know what I'm doing each day of the week for the most part. I know when my kids' activities are. I know when I can fit in the exercise, the time I'm going to cook. If we have a baseball game to go through to in the evening, honestly, planning ahead will really avoid a lot of the reasons, in my opinion, people do not accomplish what they want to accomplish, whether it is in life, whether it's your goals, whether it's your resolutions that you set for a year, you have to plan ahead. You need to create a plan that will help you achieve your goals. Break your in your end goal down into smaller weekly goals and then into daily goals. So each day you're going to be working on something. Make a calendar with something for you to do every day that gets you closer to that goal. So you need to have a plan for your goal before you set out these goals and resolutions that you want to do. Number eight, lack of honesty. Are you truly committed to running a marathon, losing weight, or whatever else it is you are committed to? Or does it just sound good, to be honest? You need to be honest with yourself. Often we find ourselves committing to things just because we should, or maybe it feels good, or maybe it sounds good. Honestly, don't waste your time with any of that. You will only be disappointed in yourself. And then honestly, we'll kind of go backwards in what I call quote unquote relapsing. You've set yourself up to something that you're not even really that interested in or is not that strong to you. You don't go through with it and then you potentially can feel self-disappointment and then that can lead you into a spiral that you don't want to go to. So go into. So make sure your resolutions are yours, not resolutions that someone else wants for you and something that just sounds good, like for the environment, for example. Number nine, having a wrong perspective. 
While you may have the best intentions with your resolution, you could be putting unnecessary pressure on yourself. You need to put it in perspective. This actually comes straight out of my book, Call It What It Is. Rather than associating the new year with resolutions or changes you need to make, consider it a time for reflections on things you wish to work on throughout the year. Quit dwelling on what you have not accomplished and focused on what you will accomplish instead. So change your perspective. Changing your perspective is huge. And that's all about the journey about changing your input. Don't look at things what you can't do and what you haven't done. Focus on things that you want to do. And honestly, they don't have to be New Year's resolutions in the event you don't finish them in the new year and you get down on yourself. Just kind of think of things that you want to do that are going to be realistic and that you can plan for. And number 10, the last reason a lot of people do not finish their New Year's resolutions and the most disheartening for me is not believing in yourself. We talk about this a lot in the book too. I call it self-efficacy. The idea of believing you can do it and then doing it Believing that you can't do it, but wanting to do it is not the same thing. You have to believe that you can do it. Because if you just want to do it, but you don't have the belief that you can, you won't get through it. How many people come for weight loss and they want to, but then they have self-negative talk and say, I want to, but it's always associated with a but. Take out the buts and believe you can do something. Um, Congratulate yourself for progress. Even if it's only a small progress, that's better than what you were doing before. Even if you only ran five minutes of your 30 minute goal, that's better than the 30 seconds that you were able to do before that. That is making progress. Don't give up on yourself in that time because you only did five minute run instead of your 30 minute run. Again, put it in perspective. 30 minutes may have been too unreasonable for you. And initially, by the end of the year, you may be able to run that 30 minutes. But just starting off, you just take bites of it. So you can do one minute, then two minutes, then five minutes. Do it in steps. Plan for it and believe that you can. If you believe you can, you will be able to do anything you set your heart to. It may not be within that year, but it will be able to get done. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you have already given up on your goals and your New Year's resolution, then this podcast was specifically for you. Think about the main reasons most people give up on their resolutions and their goals. When you do that, you're giving up on yourself. And I don't want you to do that. Thank you for everything that you've done. Continue to go on this journey with me to transform and continue to put your mind to whatever you want to achieve. I'm Dr. Franchelle Hamilton and until the next episode.